Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Chiona Podcast. It's me, Sarah So Deezy, back on here on this wonderful, lovely, beautiful October Friday to talk to you guys a little bit about stereotypes because as much as I hate them, I feel like as a person who identifies as Latina, like full on, like very, very Latina, if you've ever been to my house, then you'll know how very Latina I am. It's 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 hard to decipher which things are stereotypes and things that are actually like legitimately true about Latino households if you catch my Tokyo drift. Um a lot of times people will say like, oh, like, you know, Mexican people do this or South American people do this or Hispanic people do this, this, this and that. And I kind of wanted to just go over those stereotypes a little bit and talk about like dude especially for those of you that are also latinos like it's kind of true i'm not gonna lie now if you've been listening to my podcast for a while then you will know that (laughs) both of my parents are latino okay my dad is ecuadorian and my mom is mexican with a little sprinkle dinkle chinkle of chinese and i would speak on the way that i identify with my asian heritage but i think i'll save that for another day so for the purposes of this episode i'm gonna just strictly be talking about the latino stereotypes that are kind of sort of true and if you do identify as latino as well please tell me that this is your life because it's my life all right all right let's start off with the first one tell me my latino friends my non-latino friends maybe this episode may not be for you because i'm going to be decking out the spanish today but i'll do the translations as i need to my latino friends my familia out here tell me that you haven't heard this this sentence being said to you before as famously quoted by my father pues mijita tienes que levantarse Porque esta casa está sucia, sucia, sucia. Ya, ponte a limpiar. I'll, I'll wait. I will wait. I will wait for every single one of you who has been victimized by some form of that sentence because as a Latino kid growing up, we would hear that every single Saturday. Saturday, yo, Saturday you would think is reserved for, you know, having fun and relaxing and doing fun stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe if you finish those things, uh, you, later on in the day, you'll get to do that. But as my form of being able to go places, as my form of enjoying my life during the weekend, I would not be going anywhere if I didn't start cleaning the house. And the worst part about it was, is when I was growing up, I hated waking up early. I hated it. Now I'm like kind of used to it because like adult life ugh, sucks. But when I was a kid, I hated waking up early. So when I would wake up super early, I'd get really, really cranky. Um, those of you that know me, well, so- sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I would wake up super cranky and I just like was not down for anything. So then when my parents would be like, yeah, ponte a limpiar, it made me even more pissed off to be cleaning. And then the worst, <laughs> well, not the worst, because now I like really can jam out to some bangers. But have you noticed that like literally literally all of us growing up listen to the same songs while cleaning you you mean to tell me that you didn't at least hear suavemente by elvis crespo at least like four times while your mom was cleaning the house or cocinando translation cooking you mean to tell me you didn't hear that a couple of times elvis crespo suavemente celia cruz la vida es un carnaval like at least one there's at least one song that we all identify with that we used to hear our parents play on like a cassette a burned cd from your tío whoever yo 
Yo, as soon as my mom figured out how to burn CDs and put her classic music on there, oh, it was over. And don't even get me started about this one random cassette tape that my dad has of Ecuadorian folk music. All my fellow Ecuadorians and South Americans, y'all will know exactly what kind of music I'm talking about. The one with the random guitarra and then the random guy playing the pan flute in the background. Yeah, 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 yeah. That type of stuff was regular in my household, especially when we would clean. This next one can probably apply to a lot of people, but I know this because it happened during my undergrad and it was really embarrassing. But at the same time, I think back and I'm like, yeah, my family is like no other. So usually for graduations, everybody, you know, is pretty nonchalant and like people will clap and then you'll hear like the occasional woo. Yeah, like, you know, you know, very exciting time, right? So I had graduated from my undergrad in sociology and we were walking down towards the podium. We hadn't even finished. The ceremony had just started and we were walking down the the procession. I think that's what it's called, the processional. All of us were walking down and it was dead silent. The music was like faintly playing in the background. We got my mom, my dad, my grandma, and my brother sitting in one of the seats over there. They could see me full view and I waved at them and everything. And then just this is why latino families are the way perceived the way that they are because out of nowhere just a complete uproar of my family just being like wow yes my dad my mom my oh my goodness just going nuts and all the families turning around to see who the hell is making all of this hullabaloo out of nowhere and it's funny though because after that noise had been made is when everybody else decided to encourage their kid or everyone decided, hey, I suddenly my kid exists or suddenly my kid matters, my aunt, my mom, my dad, or whoever matters. And people started yelling. And they always say this during graduations too, where even when the names are being read out, they always tell people hold for the applause or please like refrain from making like loud noises and stuff like that. I, I don't know why they ask that, to be honest. But you guys can guess. You guys can guess. As soon as my name was called, there was noise being made and people were hooping and hollering and just, yeah. 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 All right, familia. This is just the way that it is. I know a lot of y'all can identify with this next one, so I'm gonna just say it. All right. Have you ever been in the car with your family and you get really hungry all of a sudden and you're on your way home from something like a birthday party or any sort of type of event or whatever, right? And you're really, really hungry. And then you go to your mom in the passenger seat and you, you tell her, Mommy, quiero comer McDonald's or quiero comer, in our case, in our case, it was always Wendy's. Mommy, podemos ir al Wendy's? Can we go to Wendy's? And my mom would always turn back and look at us really funny or even sometimes we'd be like, like would get so frustrated with us or annoyed with us because we wanted Wendy's and we wanted to get a, a kid's meal and stuff like that. And my mom would just roll her eyes and be like, no, ya tenemos comida en la casa, which translation is we already have food at home. So we're going to eat food at home. When sometimes it would literally just be like a sandwich or it would be the leftovers from the day before. And come on, as a seven-year-old, as an eight-year-old, you don't want that as an adult right now. Let me tell you something. I could not appreciate my mom's cooking anymore or I could not appreciate any more than I do right now because, oh my goodness, I love it when my mom cooks. I That's why sometimes rarely I ever go out because I love my mom's cooking so much more than going out. But when I was a kid... Going to Wendy's was such an ex- it was an event. It was such an exciting time for my siblings and I because we never had junk food growing up. Never. 
I, I talked about this in a previous episode where my mom and dad would buy us chips, ice cream, all that stuff for very special occasions. So when we would get that stuff, we'd be hype as hell over that stuff. So naturally, when my mom would say, Ya tenemos comida en la casa, para que pe quieres pedir Wendy's, blah, 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 blah. All of us would be bummed out because, like, yo, like, let me just let me just get a kid's meal we wanted to get our we wanted to get a kid's meal so that way we could get a cool toy or something come on mom all right so for this next one oof that's all i gotta say oof i know a lot of y'all have heard this phrase before in your life so since so think of it like this where you wanted something really really bad and then your parents said no or you started throwing a tamper tantrum about something and your parents just gave you that look y'all know exactly what i'm talking about they gave you that look they didn't say anything at first but they gave you that look and you had three seconds to stop. Otherwise, ooh, you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. But to top it all off, I've heard so many of my Latino friends talk about this with me. And it's so freaking true. I don't know who or how it's been passed on from generation to generation. But if you continue to... Uh, I'm thinking in Spanish and I like want to say it in English. It's weird. This is the problem with being bilingual. But cuando sales con tus berrinches, when you are out there with your tamper tantrum and being no, blah, 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 your mom looks at you dead in the face, square in the face and says, te calmas o te calmo. The amount of times I've heard so many of my friends tell me about that phrase. And I've heard that phrase myself because I was not a santa. I will tell you that. I was no saint when I was a little kid. All right. So as soon as your parents were saying that, oof, it's game over, my friend. You can't say anything after that because, again, that look, they'll smile in everybody's face in public and be like, ah, mijita, oh my gosh, te quiero mucho. I love you so much. And they'll like pat your head and then they'll like look you again in the eye. And that's the look that says, oh, when we get home. When we get home, just watch what's going to happen. Or my favorite was, wait till your dad gets home. Wait till your dad gets home. Oh gosh, chancla incoming in three, two, one. All right. So this one I noticed as I started to have more and more cousins and more and more nieces and nephews join my family. Because let me just briefly explain something to you here. For those of you that are confused because you're probably thinking, what the heck, Sarah, you only have one niece, which is my sister's daughter. Um, yeah, technically that's the case if we're in Ecuador. But if we are in Mexico, that's not the case because in Mexican culture, if your cousin has a kid, that is your niece or nephew. It's not your cousin, your second cousin, your third cousin, whatever. In Ecuador, that's what it is. Everyone will continue to be your cousin after your first cousin. That's just how it works. But anyways, moving on. So I've noticed this with babies. When adults, full-on adults, you know when they start getting like those baby voices when they talk to kids or when they talk to babies, when they're like, doo, 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 doo. I'm guilty of it when I talk to my niece and I'm sure you are when you talk to some sort of little kid. Well, anyways, for some reason, and it runs within my family, or at least I thought it runs within my family, there's this one song that everybody sings that for some reason within Hispanic culture, like that's like the song that you sing to kids, all right? <clears throat> My voice isn't that great right now, but I'm going to try it anyways. You'll probably recognize it. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. For some reason, guys, I, I, there's no lyrics, there's no real melody, but some sort of variation of that song you have heard in your life before. My fellow Latinos, please tell me you've heard that song before because I honestly thought that it ran in my family and then I and then 
I started hearing it from other families and I was like, who, who came up with this song? Where did this song come from? Because I definitely know that my family didn't teach it to this family or this person that I know. How the hell do they know the same song as my dad and the rest of my aunts? It makes absolutely no sense. I'm pretty sure it's a South American thing because Mexican families, I, I haven't really heard that from them. But like I'm talking your Ecuadorians, your Peruvians, your Colombians, your Venezolanos. I, I've heard that a, a, a variation of that song and I just need to know. I need to know where that song comes from. On the topic of things that don't really make sense or on the topic of songs and just like sayings and phrases that are specifically from Hispanic and Spanish-speaking countries, um, for some reason too, we all just have these sayings that are ingrained in our minds that we all remember as little kids or even as adults right now because for, for whatever reason, my parents always have a random phrase that makes no sense in English. But in Spanish, for some reason, it rolls off the tongue really nice and you're like, okay, like that totally makes sense. Think of it like this, familia. You fall off of your bike as a little kid and you're crying on the pavement. True story. You're crying on the pavement and your mom picks you up and brings you inside and, and cleans up the wound on your knee and is cleaning it up and is about to put a band-aid on. But before they put that band-aid on, they say to you, sana sana, colita de rana. <laughs> And I have two different ways of doing this. So like there's, again, there's the clean version and then there's the not so clean version. So the clean version is, si no sanara hoy, sanara mañana. That's what most of you guys have heard. And when I found out that there was a clean version, I was like, oh my gosh, like I have been lied to my entire life because my mom had said it a completely different way when we were growing at when we were growing up and my brother and sister can confirm this my mexican cousins they can all confirm this as well is the dirty version of this of this phrase goes like so it starts off the same way sana sana colita de rana <laughs> but then the phrase that follows afterwards so many of you guys haven't heard before and i'm about to blow your minds echase un pedito pa ti y pa tu hermana if you have heard this phrase before, then I guess we're related somehow because so many people are like, what the hell are you talking about, Sarah Sonizi? I've never heard that in my life. And for my English speaking friends, well, I'm about to explain to you how these phrases do not make sense in English, but for some reason in Spanish it does and it makes you feel better. So let's go back. Let's go back. I said sana sana. Okay, if we directly translate sana sana, which very much sounds like Sara, my name, but it's not the same thing. So sana sana means heal, heal, heal for something to heal. Okay, and then the next part of the sentence is colita de rana. This is where it starts to get real funky and you're going to look at me like Sarah Sudizi. What the hell are you teaching me? But I'm telling you, it's a very common thing. Colita de rana means, and I'm not joking, you can search this up yourself, means frog butt. Olita means a butt or a behind. Somebody's behind, right? Or a tail. It can derive from those things, but all you need to know is that it's the back of an animal of sorts or of a person. Colita usually refers to somebody's butt, okay? And then the rana, rana is a frog or a toad, something of the sort, of an amphibian of sorts. If you, if you catch my drift, all right? So we got heel, heel, frog butt, all right? And then 
Well, it starts to get normal because the clean version is si no sanara hoy, sanara mañana. If it doesn't heal today, then it'll heal tomorrow. You see, that sounds so pretty at the end. It's like it hits you with like a weird thing in the middle. But then at the end, you're like, okay, if it doesn't heal today, it'll heal tomorrow. Like that's a cute little sing song rhyme. Let's get to the, let's get to the dirty version a little bit, my friends. Okay. So again, same beginning part. We have sana sana, heal, heal, colita de rana, frog butt. What's next? Echase un pedito. So let's break this down a little bit. Echase un pedito means I can't. Echase un pedito means fart. It literally means do a fart. Do one. Do one. Force a fart out of your bum. For you and for your sister or your brother. It doesn't matter. They sometimes it would be hermano. Hermano can mean like your brother or it can mean just like somebody that you're close to. It doesn't really matter. Um but if you say hermana because sometimes my mom would di- dif- differentiate between hermano y hermana, it would be your brother or your sister or somebody that you're close to. So, if we put it all together, friends, heel heel frog butt. Make a fart for you and your sibling or your brother or your sister. Yeah. Like I said, some of these phrases they just don't make sense in English, but in Spanish, I'm telling you some sort of healing abilities, magical wizard wizardry type of stuff. If you hear sana sana, everything's going to be okay. Like tell me, tell me you weren't like dead as convinced that as soon as you hear sana sana, you're like Oh, my sins have been healed. Jesus himself has touched me. Oh, 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 okay. Another one that I just recently heard from my mom the other day that I kind of just want to like bring out. So if if one of you guys have heard of this before, then please tell me because my mom, I don't remember what we were talking about, but my mom has said, ¿A qué árbol se arriman? And if you... <laughs> If you translate that in English, it kind of makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. So I'll explain to you is which, how do I say it? Like, see, this is the problem with directly translating from Spanish to English because you're trying to like find the word, but there isn't a specific word for certain things or like you can at least like give like some sort of air of a word, but a que árbol? So let's start off with that part of the sentence. Which tree which what kind of tree arbol is tree in spanish so that i can directly translate but ake you can't really directly translate that because that can refer to many things but the easiest way of me simplifying this for you is what tree what tree ake arbol and then you move on to the next part se arriman and this requires the r a little bit arriman which means <laughs> get close to or like get really really like really really right beside like super super close to so if you put it all together it's a que árbol se arriman which in english means uh, which tree are they getting close to and you listen to that and you're like all right are they getting close to a tree or like what's going on here i'm trying to investigate but you want to know what it means it means <laughs> what do they want or like what are they trying to get out of something That's basically what the phrase means. Or like, 
why are they like being so nosy and snooping type of thing think of it the way that i like to picture it is like this all right think of like your nosy neighbor that's trimming the hedges beside you in their yard and then you're talking about something really really personal but while they're trimming the hedges they are like peeking over the shrubs and are like what are they talking about what are they talking about that's what it's that's that's like the air of what it sounds like or like that's kind of like the scenario that i would fit that into but once again spanish phrases they don't really make sense in english so if we say something in spanish and you're just like huh what the heck is that maybe sometimes maybe you're just maybe you're just better off not knowing what that means all right and then for the last one oh guys i know all of you every single one of you whether you <laughs> whether you are from south america mexico central america all my latinos we all know about this stereotype okay we all know about this and i just feel bad for the person that's fallen victim to this whole scenario but i'm gonna i'm gonna apply a real life situation to this okay so in one of our previous episodes i was talking with my brother and sister and my sister had mentioned that my brother and i used to spread absolute chaos when we would walk inside a store okay and i'm talking about those annoying kids i'm sorry if you've worked in retail or customer service you'll know which kind of kids we are the ones that are running all over the store and ruining the mannequins and just hiding behind the freaking i don't know hiding behind the the, the hangers and, and and all the displays and stuff like that like we were those annoying kids and i just want to publicly say i'm sorry to anybody that had to deal with our clownery but anyways we used to do that a lot when we would go out my brother and i and so I remember one time we were acting up. My brother and I were acting up and my mom had just had enough of us. Okay, so the te calmas y o te calmo, it hadn't, it hadn't reached that boiling point yet, but it was getting there. So before you get to that te calmas o te calmo, the boiling point, there's... <laughs> there's a phrase that parents like to use and unfortunately whoever's around or a scary if you look scary looking then I'm afraid you're going to be used as the example so when we were acting up and we were being stupid blah 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 my mom pulled us aside and there was this old man that was inside the store inside the store minding his own business mind you minding his own business just living life just living life and my mom pointed See, Hispanic parents, they don't care. They don't give a rat's rear end if they point. Pointed at the guy and told my brother and I, <laughs> Oiga, if you guys continue to act like that, ese señor te va a llevar. Guys, guys, you mean to tell me that you've never heard that phrase in your life before? Or if you're a parent, you've never used that phrase on your kid when they're acting up? oh my gosh you should have seen our faces my brother and i stopped dead in our tracks and looked at the guy and for some reason i don't know why when you're a kid you're very impressionable <laughs> because we believed that the guy was gonna take us it was going to like legit steal us and we were never gonna come home and what does the chiona do what do we do on this what 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 is this podcast called chiona right so what does the chiona do of course she starts to cry because my mom had said, ese señor, that man, is going to take you. Te va a llevar. And for some reason, it just worked. And a lot of my cousins had that happen to them too, where their parents would threaten them with any random looking sketchy person inside a store or like even like a normal looking person that maybe somewhat looked angry. I feel like maybe parents might use me as the example because I always look pissed off when I'm out and about and not my, like just not doing anything and minding my own business. So people probably use me as an example where they say to their kids, Oiga, esa señora te va a llevar. 
si no te comportas, it's translation, that woman is going to take you if you don't behave yourself. And I just remember whenever my mom used to say that, that's when it was like go time for us to like really just stop and think about what we were doing because obviously nobody wants to go home with some rando, bro. Nobody wants to go home with them. But again, at the end of the day, like my mom, her strategies on making us shut up or making us like stop being stupid. Oof, sometimes, sometimes I just... And I remember that so vividly being like to my mom, mommy, no, no, no. And I said to her, because this is when I was speaking Spanish more as a little kid, a little bit often. I was like, mommy, no, 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 no quiero ir con ese señor. No quiero, no quiero, no quiero. And my mom, <laughs> I'm telling you, sometimes like Hispanic parents, they just do this to torture you. Because like at that point, she she saw me crying. And you know what this lady did? You know what this lady did? She's like, no. Sara, you know, like you're not, you're not behaving yourself and I can't take it anymore. You and your brother, I'm just fed up. I'm tired of you guys behaving like this. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give you away to that man. And my mom took my hand and she started, we started getting closer to the guy. Can you believe we started getting closer to the guy and the guy obviously minding his own business, like, you know, like doesn't know what the heck's going on. Right. So then I started freaking out and I was like, no, mom, please, please. And I started freaking out and was just like, no, please, please. I don't want to go with that random man. Meanwhile, my brother was just like old enough, I guess, to realize like, okay, what kind of clownery is this? Like nobody's going to take me. But again, my brother's like very good at hiding his, hiding how he feels on the outside a little bit. So like, (laughs) I can't even really tell if he was genuinely scared of what was going to happen or if he was just kind of like, whatever, man, like nobody's going to take me unless somebody actually physically takes him, right? So, but for me, obviously being the gullible, young and impressionable one, yeah, I believe that that man at the store was going to take me. And I'm pretty sure all my fellow Latinos, you guys have heard that story before too, or your mom has said that to you before too, when you've been acting up. I know you have. So anyways, I do in fact have way more of these stereotypes that I think a lot of us can relate to or things that we, that we all seem to just like understand each other on so if you want to hear more about this or if you want me to talk a little bit more about this then let me know you gotta let me know hit me up on instagram at so or you can email me at so at gmail.com and yeah i mean i hope everyone's having a wonderful friday and hangs out with their friends and enjoys enjoys their weekend and whatnot i know monday through friday can be a little tedious because we're all working we're all doing things we're all in school you know all that good stuff but enjoy your weekend live life positively and as always black lives matter indigenous lives matter immigrant lives matter and god loves you so very very freaking much okay bye